Father, we're just so thankful for your love. God, that was displayed on the cross and giving your son Jesus. And God, we're so thankful for how much you love us, God, that you were willing to give that up. Father, this morning, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for, for just being here with us, Lord. And we pray that our, that our praises and our worship this morning was just pleasing to you. God, that's what we want. God, we want us to be pleasing to you. I pray this morning, God, that you would just be with us as we hear your word. God, that you'd speak to our hearts. God, I ask that you would just help us to open our hearts up just to receive whatever you have for us, Lord, that you would work in us, that you would do in us what you need to do. God, we just surrender to you this morning. We give you this time. Pray that you would be honored through everything that we do here. Lord, we love you. We love you, Jesus. We ask these things in Jesus' name. morning. Uh, good morning, church. Holy cow. That song has blown me away. I have a message to prepare already. I don't think I'm going to uh, share you this, uh, the message that I prepare for a week after you hear all this song. That's, it, it, it say oh, enough. How he loves us. How God loves us so much. We don't deserve it today, but I couldn't contain myself sitting there and listening to this song. But anyway, good morning, church. Did you have a good weekend? Good to see y'all. Good to see you to be in the presence of God today. Anyway, uh, last week, uh, our Pastor Lee invited me to speak. And uh, I'm so thankful God for Pastor Lee that he did not assign me to a specific subject. Otherwise, I'd be in trouble because I don't know enough Bible. I don't understand enough Bible to tell you or explain to you. But I know enough the Bible for one verse that John 3:16. Oh, how love God love for you and me. And that's all I know. That's what I preach in Cambodia. Every time I write a message, I got all in my notes. Every time we travel, suddenly once I get there to the place, get there to the village, God changed the message. I preach John 3.16. Days after day, days after day, only John 3.16. But uh, just bow with me and pray with me, please. Abba Father, Daddy, Thank you for allowing us to come into your presence. Lord, forgive me. Forgive each one of us. Lord, I'm pretty sure everyone in here has something going on. Everybody in here probably going through suffering, going through pains, hurts, and tribulation. Lord, I pray that you would need, you would meet their needs, comforts, Give them the peace. Give your son and your daughter peace and joys. And strengthen them, Lord. Keep them strong and guide them and direct them. Lord, how you love us is unfathomable. We don't deserve it. 
But through your mercy and your grace, through your son, Jesus Christ, you put him on the cross for our sin, Lord. Thank you for doing that, Father. Be with us today. Don't leave us here, Lord. Don't leave us here. Be with each one of us. We just want to say thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your love and your kindness. Thank you for everything that you have done for us on the cross through your son, Jesus Christ. Lord, we humble come before you. We ask you forgiveness. And we just pray all this in your son, Jesus' name. Amen. You know, today is a special day too. We got playoff going on. And uh, Pastor Lee only gave me one hour, okay? So bear with me. I only have one hour to be with you. And then uh, me and my wife, we're going to live in to Cambodia this coming Tuesday. So it's good to see y'all. It's an opportunity. It is a privilege to see in each one of you. For those that knew here, my name is Carl Wai. I was born and raised in Cambodia. I'm married to my beautiful wife, Amy. We had four children together, and we have four grandkids. The good news is that none of my children commit sin yet. <laughs> I don't think you believe that. But thank God, thank God for everything that God has blessed me. Well, make the long story short, last year we, before we moved to Cambodia, before we moved to Cambodia, I called my grandmother. She lived in Kansas. Chief today, well, Kansas, whatever. I called her, hey, mama. I called my grandma, I called her. Mama, Mama, I'm going to move back to Cambodia. I can hear clearly right now as we speak. She said, you say what? <laughs> said, Mama, I'm moving back to Cambodia. Are you crazy? Are you crazy? I said, no, Mama, I'm, me and my wife, we're going to move back to Cambodia. She said, why are you moving back to the uncomfortable place? Why are you moving back to the place that you once left and hate and never want to go back? Are you crazy? Why are you going back to Cambodia? You had four children. You had four grandkids live in the United States. Why are you moving back to Cambodia? Are you crazy? I can hear that clearly. That was last year. And the same way, my uncles, uh, my aunt, they try to talk me out. Don't go to Cambodia. There's nothing good over there. I know there's nothing good in Cambodia, but for the sake of the Gospels, for the sake of the grace, for the sake of the good news, being obedient, I'm not saying I'm all that. I'm not saying me, my wife, we, we're so holy, holy, we're so spiritual. No, we don't have all that together at all. I'm a sinful man, you know, I'm just, I'm not there yet. But being loved by God, being forgiven by God, being redeemed by Jesus Christ, is better to lose 
my life than to waste it here. That's the title. She said, are you crazy? Where's the title? Are you crazy? That's what she said to me. And I told Mama, it's better to lose my life than waste it. Than waste it. So what, what, what does it mean, better lose your life than waste it? So I'm going to invite you to open the book of Acts chapter 20. I'm going to just read a couple of verses. Like I say, brother and sister, uh, hear me clear, okay? Probably some word I'm about to say might offended you or something that I say that you don't like or you feel uncomfortable, please forgive me. I'm just reading this from the, uh, from the Bible. And by the way, last week I wrote this message. I asked a lot of help from my friends and from my daughter, from my wife. I asked them, how do you spell this word? What does this word mean? But bear with me, I do the best I can uh, uh, by the grace and mercy of the Holy Spirit, God. I'm going to read the uh, chapter, uh, the book of Acts, chapter 20. I like the uh, way Apostle Paul say, the last two verses, 37, 38, this is what he say. He called all the elders, you know, in that, uh, in that city, he called all the elders and talked to him. And he, wa- he has something to say. Verse 37, this is what he said. And they began to weep aloud and embrace Paul and repeatedly kiss him. And grieving especially over the word which he had spoken that they would not see his face again. And they were accompanying him to the ship. You see, every time I read this word, if I ever hear a pastor, if he call all his church people, if he call all his deacon, if he call all his elder to come and his address to them, I want to listen to that pastor. If I ever hear a father or a mother call all his children, get all his children around him for the last time, dying, old and dying, I want to listen to that father. That's what I'm getting from Paul right here. He said, guys, I'm leaving. I'm going. And those guys are shocked. Where are you going, Paul? Are you kidding me? You leaving us? We're not going to see your face again. But they're kissing them and they hug them for the last time. That's amazing. But what it gave to me is verse 24. I want you, you guys to bear with me, verse 24. This is why my grandma say I'm crazy. And then I told her, it is better to lose my life than to waste it. And verse 24, this is what Paul said. But I do not account my life of any value, nor as precious to myself. If only I may finish it, my course and the ministry that I received it from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. Guys, this is what he said. I do not count my life as valuable and precious. 
Okay, I do not count that, but I need to finish my course and the ministry that I wish I received from the Lord Jesus Christ to testify to the other people and tell them about the good news, tell them about the salvation, tell them about the redemption. This is my course, this is my race in my life. That's what he said. And my grandma said, you crazy boy. You got it made it here. You got kids, you got grandkids. So what is it like? What is it like to better to live, to better to die than wasting your life? What does that mean? I'm going to go verse 22. And now, behold, I am going to Jerusalem constrained by the Spirit, not knowing what will happen to me. Verse 23, except that the Holy Spirit testifies to me every city that imprisonment and affliction, affliction await me. See, this is what Paul said. And now, behold, I am going back to Jerusalem. If Anybody, if you, if me, say that from, from your mouth, from my mouth, say that I'm going to Jerusalem, I, I will lose my life, I will go for the ministry, I will go serve this country, I will go serve this place, I will go serve this city. If you say that from, from your mouth, from yourself, you did not say that. The Holy Spirit of God say that. The Holy Spirit of God dwell in you, stir you up, and make you say that. Because by natural man, nobody want to go to the, the uncomfortable place. No one to do something that is not comfortable. No one to do anything that's uneasy. But when you have the supernatural Holy Spirit of God live inside you, you're going to say that, I better lose my life than waste it. And she said, my grandma said, look, boy, why don't you keep working? Why don't you start saving money? My boss called me for three months trying to negotiate. I said, look, Carl, I'll give you two more dollars. Make $25 an hour. That's what he said. My boss. He's so kind, he want to give me two more dollars so I can make $25 an hour. I want it, I want that money so badly. I want it. But I hear that call in verse 24, but I do not account my life of any value nor as precious myself. If only I may finish my course and the ministry that I receive from the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel to the gospel of the grace of good, of God. Right? Brother and sister, God loves us so much. Jesus Christ loves us so much. He willing and he came down from heaven. John chapter 6, verse 38, he said, I came from heaven. It's not my will because of my father's will. I do what my daddy said. I come down from heaven and I die on the cross for you, for me. Why? Because, oh, how he loved. His good, surely his goodness, surely his mercy is always with us. 
So please, brother and sister, don't give up. Don't give up hope. Don't give up living for Christ. Don't give up. Don't stop raising that cause. Raising that cause. Okay? God, the reason why we exist today, the reason why we are here today and fellowship together because this King of Kings, because the Lord of Lord Jesus Christ, He loves us. He cares for us. He wants us. And he wants us to go and do something supernatural, crazy. Do something crazy for him. I used to think, man, I want American dream. Me and my wife, I'm working two jobs back then. I'm working two jobs. I want American dream. I want to have a big house, a lot of car, a lot of nice car, a lot of jewelry, a lot of stuff. I used to have that mindset. I used to have that mindset, American dream. I want to chase it. Nothing wrong with that, brother and sister. We live in a, bre- a blessed country. We're living in a blessed country. But what Paul told us that I'm getting this message from is that I do not count my life any value nor as precious myself, but I want to finish my course and the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus Christ to testify the gospel of the good news. Brother and sister, I know you guys invest a lot of money. I know you guys invest a lot of times. I know you guys invest a lot of prayer for the Cambodia people. Okay? And I, right now, the church in Cambodia are growing and contagious like cancer. Growing and contagious like cancer because of you because of your efforts, because of your investment, because of your love, because of your kindness, because of your share to the ministry in Cambodia. We had 45 more church right now on top the one that we support every month. Because of you, because of your love, because you don't stop because you don't stop raising that course, because you don't stop believing that Jesus, because you don't stop believing the love of Christ that he has for you and he has for, uh, for me. So the reason why I'm standing here, I want to share you uh, the good news. I want to ask you and want to encourage you to press on, to continue to serve, to continue to raise this course. Okay, to raise this call together. You don't want to see anybody die without Christ, die without believing Jesus, and go straight to hell. You don't want to see that. Because I, I want to tell you a little story about the family. A family, a, a woman, a mother with six children, her six children all over the rice field, and she has no home. And she has nothing. She, she only has one pot. And she, sleep, she slept on the bamboo bed. And you know how hard it is, bamboo bed? Six months pregnant. She have a 12-year-old daughter. And that 12-year-old daughter never has, never have an underwear. She never have underwear. So I told my wife, I said, Amy, let's, go, let's run back to the store. And we bought three underwear for her. And we bought pillow, we bought, we bought mattress. 
the 12 year old girl pick up the underwear and she look at it like this and she got that big smile on her face and she treated she treat that underwear like a, a silver like a gold you know why that's the purpose that's the reason why we continue raising the course. That's, that's the reason why we continue to do the ministry to, to testify the gospel, the, to testify the gospel of the grace of God to other people. Nothing wrong, nothing wrong have all this nice car, nothing wrong to have all this nice house, nice clothes, nice stuff. Nothing wrong, brother. God want to bless us. But I just want to indwell you in your mindset. I just want to ask you respectfully, lovingly, in the name of Jesus Christ, please don't look at that stuff and don't put your security in that house. Don't put that security in that, in that money. Let's share. Let's share that resource that you have to the two-third world country or to Africa or to uh, Portugal or anywhere that you feel led by the Holy Spirit God because at the end, you will get reward because Second Timothy chapter 4 verse, uh, verse 7 and 8, he said at the end, you're going to get the crown on your head. You're not going to see my bald spot anymore once, when I die from here. I'm going to get the crown. I'm going to get a crown. The crown of Jesus Christ is righteousness. The crown of Jesus Christ is going to be uh, loving. The crown of Jesus Christ is the ruler. He's going to give you the crown. I told my grandma, I'm 52 years old. I called her two weeks ago. I said, Grandma, I'm 52 years old. If I have $52 million in my bank and lost my life dead, that's just a waste. That's just a waste. This 12 years old got three underwear and she looked at it and she embraced that underwear and she's so rejoiced and happy. Guy, one dollar or 50 cent or 25 cent, a nickel, a dime can make a change in people's life. Just a dime, just a nickel, just a quarter, just a dollar. I absolutely can say this, testify to you in the name of Jesus, that you can change people's lives. I guarantee you, everyone in here, everyone here that invests, spend time, spend resource, spend time, pray. If that girl, she's a believer now, a 12 years old girl, if that Cambodian girl die one day when she get to, when she get to heaven and she's going to tell Jesus, the reason why I made to heaven, I just want you to know, Jesus, the reason why I made to heaven is because all the little brother and sister willing to sacrifice, willing to give, and willing to do anything for the gospel. That is not a waste. That is gain. That is gain. Gain eternity. Gain eternity. You're going to see a lot of Cambodia boy, Cambodia girl, Cambodia man, Cambodia woman lining up, walking to heaven. It's not because of Carl. It's not because of Amy. Because each one of you from church at the crossing, willing, holding each other accountable, holding each other. Man, we got to do something for the gospel. 
You don't have to go to Cambodia. You don't have to go. I don't want to go to Cambodia, be honest. I told everybody. I got it made here. I got a nice house. I got a good job. I got a lot of cars. Back then, I mean last year, I got two cars myself. But now, I don't have anything. I don't have to go to Cambodia. But being obedient to him, I went to the office. I cried every day. I, I take Lee. I said, Lee, I don't know why I keep crying in the office. Every time I get there, 8 o'clock in the morning, I want to turn around and come back home. And Lee say, that's not you. That's the Holy Spirit of God. It's better than to lose your life. I'm not saying better to lose your life. Go out there, let somebody kill. Not like that. I'm talking about it's better to lose your life, meaning, okay, okay, let me sell this. I don't need this. Let's sell this and give this to the ministry, to that girl or to that boy. Give, buy them candy, buy them books, buy them Bible, uh, tell them about good news. Feed them, feed them so they can hear the gospel. So they can hear the good news. Okay? You're not losing. You might lose a hundred dollars. You might lose a thousand dollars. You might lose ten dollars. You might lose a good lunch today. You might lose a good dinner tonight. But that thirty dollars, that twenty dollars, that ten dollars, it will impact life. And it will save life in Cambodia. I can testify, I can nail down and tell you. In the name of Jesus Christ, the gospel is so good. The gospel is so powerful. Jesus Christ is an absolutely amazing and merciful God. He saved us here. He blessed us with all this resource. I'm not saying that you haven't done, okay? I'm not saying that you haven't given. I'm not saying that you haven't do anything. I just want to tell you, me and my wife, on behalf of Cambodia people, I just want to tell you, thank you so very, very much for your investment. Thank you so very much from the bottom of my heart until the day the Lord take me home. I just want to be honest and tell you from my heart that we appreciate it. So it's better to lose your life than to waste it. If I, I'm 52 years old, if I have two, 52 million dollars, what is that going to do? I see people die left and right. I see my mom die uh, in her bed. And all the stuff, all the junk that she saved, she can't even take one thing home with her. But thank God she's a believer and she's with Jesus Christ right now. So what I'm trying to say is that it's better to lose your life. I'm talking to me only. I'm not trying to tell you, man, because I have somebody, I have somebody say, man, you better don't talk to my kid. You better not try to recruit my son, my daughter doing stupid stuff, doing crazy stuff like you do. They literally talk to me like that. I said, no, I'm not trying to recruit your kids. I'm just telling them about the good news. What is important later in life, not in this bubble, uh, Lido, not this, in this bubble uh, of Fort Worth that I live. No, this is not all it. Don't be afraid. Don't scare. Don't worry. Just do some crazy stuff. Go somewhere. Do something for Jesus. Because when you lose here, that doesn't mean you lose. You gain it, actually. 
you gain the crown like Paul said, the, the same author in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7, verse 8. Maybe you're going to get that crown. So we should, we should have that joy. We should, have, we should be happy. Yeah, right now we're going through this suffering. Yes, right now we're going through trial. Yes, right now our kid is going different way. Yes, right now our family is just like, it's conflict and, and, and friction and chaos. But don't give up. Don't give up. Don't stop raising the course. Don't give, take your eyes off, take my eyes off from that uh, trial, from that little suffering for this moment right now, but open our eyes and focus on Jesus because like that song, uh, Philip and the band, Hill, Hill song band sing a while ago, man, that's his goodness, his mercy is always with us. So I'm here to tell you that personally, grandma, it's better for me to lose my life than to waste it on some stuff that is not important, some stuff that is not really matter. I'm not trying to impress somebody that I don't like. Before, I used to buy a nice clothes, nice gym, work out, make sure I have a lot of muscle, try to show off somebody I don't like. I look back now and say, what I'm doing, man? Nothing wrong, work out, making sure you have a good body, make sure you're happy, you have good health, nothing wrong with that. But just keep that mindset, making sure we don't stop raising the course, don't stop doing the ministry, don't stop spread the love, don't stop spread the good news, don't stop spreading the forgiveness. Don't stop uh, uh, spreading, encouraging one another. Don't stop loving one another. I know it's easy for you to say, Carl, you don't know about my family. If you come to my house right now, man, I respect that. I respect that. And I believe that. Life here on earth is not easy. Life here on earth is nothing easy. But just keep in mind, Whatever's going on in life, in our life, don't stop raising that course. Continue to press on. Continue to believe in Jesus. Continue to trust Jesus. Continue to trust the blood of Jesus Christ. Continue to trust him in everything that you do, in everything that you eat, in everything that you sleep, in everything that you walk, in everything that you say, in everything that you do. Just continue to trust Jesus Christ because every time he never failed you, or he never failed me. He's always walked right beside you, beside me, no matter what kind of storm, no matter what kind of trial, no matter what kind of uh, hardship, no, ma no matter what kind of depression, no matter what kind of uh, problem that we're going through, just knowing that we have this almighty God, Jesus Christ, die on the cross. He look at you, he look at me, say, that's my son, that's my, that's my daughter. I will take care of them. I will come through for them. I know them. I see them. And he understands each one of us. So I'm pleased with you, young boy, young girl. I'm pleased with you, lady and gentlemen. I'm pleased with you, brother and sister. Let's not waste our time. Let's not waste our life. Keep our eye on Jesus and help reach out to the Lord. Reach out to the hurt, reach out to the unsaved soul.
All those people in Cambodia, they believe in Buddha. If they don't hear the good news, if we don't tell them about the good news, and when they die, they go right straight to hell. You and I don't want to see them go straight to hell. Hell is burning. Hell is on fire. Hell is an uneasy place. Hell is it just burn nonstop, burn eternity. And you don't want to see those people. That's why I flee with you. Continue to run this course with our life. Okay, without life, because at the end, okay, at the end, you and I, you and I gonna have a new body. You and I gonna have a new city. You and I gonna have a new life. You and I gonna sit with Jesus. Man, we got it made, we got it made, we got it made. I told you, Carl, I told you, you need to go to Cambodia, I told you. It's hard, it's not easy. You left your children, you left your grandkids, you left your friends. I know it's not easy, but man, I'm just encourage you guys. I encourage you, ladies and gentlemen. Please, don't stop. I'm saying that over and over again. I know my kid warning me, Daddy, don't say some stuff over and over again. Uh, thank you for their love. Thank you for their encouragement. But I don't know why I can't stop about this. The love of Christ that has for us, that impact my life. When they kill my family, when they tie me to the tree, and when they cut me right on the chest, when they hit me, uh, they, they took a bamboo, they hit me by both chin. That's not fair. That make me mad. That make me angry. That make me hate that country, Cambodia. I don't want to go. I got a good job. I got a good house. I got a good family here. I don't worry about you. You die, that's your problem. You poor, that's your problem. You, you have problem. That is your problem. It's not mine. I got it all made. But thanks to the mercy and grace of God, the Holy Spirit of God begin to take the anger, take the hate away, and take the pressure away from me, and just continue give me that love and joy, and make me to do something that I hate the most, which is take the gospel and the good news on the street. Uh, back in back in April, I walk. I walk on the street with my backpack with the Bible. I went to the Muslim mosque. I walked miles and miles. I left Amy at home. I walked to the mosque where all the Muslims worship. I knock on their door. I say, can I come in? They say, what are you doing here? Well, I, I take my Bible out from my backpack. I want to come and share the gospel with you. They slam the door on me. That's how much they hate the gospel. But they don't know the value. They don't know the salvation. They don't know about Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the only God. Is the only King of kings. Is the only Lord of lords. Is the only name on this planet earth. Nobody can, nobody can save anybody. Nobody can do that like Jesus Christ. So God love her. I just want to say thank you very much. Twelve o'clock already. I appreciate all. Appreciate you all. I know you're hungry, and we got some game going on. So I understand that. I'm going overtime. Appreciate. Thank you so very much. God bless y'all, and I see you next time. <laughs>